What is happening, beautiful people? It's your host, Mr. D713 with Everything Culture, the podcast for all cultures, the podcast with the purpose. Our mission statement comes in the words of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And that is, he believed that men hate each other because they fear each other. They fear each other because they don't know each other and they don't know each other because of segregation. And because of segregation, we have miscommunication. So this platform has been built on the pillars of respect, communication, and consistency so we get to know each other so we can love one another. We have a segment called The Makings of You where we have our guests to come on and we have a one-on-one conversation with them and we ask them about their childhood, their upbringing, their perspective on life and points of view. Then they come back on with a panel of all our other guests and we have a discussion about hair, makeup, child welfare, beauty standards, you name it. All things that deal with culture and things that deal with life because that's how we can have growth, conversation, and understanding. Make sure to check us out on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes. Make sure to follow and subscribe. Also go to our website where you can find the rest of our content as well as our merchandise at everythingculture.com. You can find us on social media, on Twitter, Facebook, IG, as well as TikTok. We're all over. But we want to say thank you so much for your support. Thank you for your love. And if you'd like to be a guest, make sure to go to our website at everythingculture.com and go to contact and leave your information and we will follow up with you soon. Thank you so much. God bless. Peace. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm-mm-mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. What up, y'all? Welcome to She Gets a Podcast. Um, <laughs> why do I feel like doing confessions right now? Because I don't know. Uh, it's just on my brain early in the morning. Um, morning. Um, what number is this? I think this is episode nineteen. And if I'm lying, I'm flying. All right. So I wanted to do an episode on my past um problematic womanly ways i'm not proud these are things i did and i want to give people the reasons why i did them at the time because i couldn't go through my feelings in the most intelligent mature way so it's kind of like i had my tantrums in my teens, my late teens, in my twenties, okay, I had my I had my tantrums, and I wanna I wanna um go through them, and for those who believe in astrology and all of those characteristics and shit, I am a Gemini, okay, like 
the beginning, the cuff, off the cuff, like June 4th, 1987, it was a Thursday, um, not gonna give you the time, cause y'all nosy as fuck, but let's get into this episode, okay, these are my confessions. Okay, so I'm not saying all women do this, I'm saying I did this in my late teens and my early and mid-twenties because, I'm not going to say because, because there's probably women out there who had similar um, situations and didn't do what I did. I did what I did stemming from a single parent home, most most of it. I, I lived with both of my parents until I was eight. And I lived in a single parent home from nine to 18. Okay? My mom didn't believe in discipline. Yes, she was Jamaican, but she was a rare, a rare Jamaican woman that did not believe in discipline. So how... I disciplined myself with how I disciplined myself. I checked myself. Or my brothers and I fought till the bloodshed. Was it because we didn't have home training? No. My mom told us, showed us how to act. We chose otherwise. My mom didn't discipline us. We we fought it out, duked it out. Um, I'm talking about to the bloodshed. Sometimes we would fuck up the house until all the chairs were broken, knives were thrown. Um, I've had stitches in my arm from punching out windows um, to get outside to finish my fighting because I wasn't satisfied with the results. Um, I've had glass in my arm and didn't feel shit. Um... I remember my mom taking glass out my arm, big chunks of glass out my arm to the white meat show and didn't feel shit. And the white meat was hanging out my arm. I remember getting stitches. I was like, how old was I? I think it was like um, 14 at that time. Um, Not knowing your limitations, not understanding like when to quit before is past the point of um, now you're about to get physical, not understanding um, proper man versus woman um, uh, disagreeing, okay? So that is the foundation, all right? I had to set that, okay. So I'm one of four um, older brothers from my mom, and my dad had previous son that's like around my mom's age right now and a daughter that's closer to my mom's age. So I never really looked at my siblings on my dad's side as like actual brothers and sisters, kind of like that man from my dad and that woman from my dad. It was never like those are my brothers and sisters because I never really saw them that much. Even now we talk, but it's not on the level like my brothers. Our relationship is not on the level like my brothers from my mom, right? So, 
um, fast forward, um, when I would be in relationship, my first relationship was when I was 16, high school. Sorry, I'm in my car, so if you hear cars, that's why. Um, my nephew's in my house sleeping, and I don't want to wake him up. Uh, so 16 was when I had, like, my first, you know, high school relationship, blah, 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 blah. And, um, he happened to be my neighbor, and we were really good friends before, um, a relationship. I always want to be really good friends with people I'm in relationships with first or know a lot about them before I go ahead and get in a relationship or invite them to my pussy lips. That is just how I do things. That is, it's just, I feel like it's a better foundation for me. It's a better foundation for them. Um, It helps both of us resolve issues faster because we understand the value of each other, right? So, since I set the, um, you know, the mind frame. He, till this day, because we still speak sometimes to this day, I, I currently have him unblocked right now because this nigga sent me a good morning text and I'm tired of telling him I don't like that shit. Um, he, uh, whenever I would want to have like, okay, let's have a reality, a mature discussion about why the fuck you're doing dumb shit or why the fuck you got a job last week and why this week you quitting or why the fuck, um, you driving your dad's truck when you ain't got no license and you just out here doing dumb shit. Why the fuck are you, you know, not doing what you need to do? Blah, 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 blah. And this this fool will fucking shut down. And when I say shut down, it will be like a face-to-face discussion. And he would not say shit. It was like, I was like, I was talking to a brick wall. And then when I, when I was finished saying my, my side of whatever we were talking about... This fool would be like, are you done? I'd be like, yeah. And he would just like go in the house. And then the next day, he would be wanting to talk to me like regular shit. Like I didn't have no discussion with him. It wasn't no feedback. I could never um, be emotional with him and him be like um, compassionate to it or show any type of affection to what I'm emotional about. I could never have like a serious discussion with him about how I grew up and my feelings and me feel like he's understanding or this person's understanding of it. Like he was a brick wall when it came to digging deep. Still to this day, he is a brick wall when it comes to digging deep. Like I don't ever feel, I don't ever think we've had an emotional discussion ever I've never seen him cry he's probably seen me cry because I was angry about something or called him emotional but it's kind of like talking to yourself or talking to a brick wall therefore I knew our relationship had limits and would never go where I needed to go so I knew he had an expiration date that's one thing that I do I put expiration dates on my relationships due to what they 
can and will do that I need. And I can be still within that relationship knowing that I, Chantal, have an expiration date for you. I, Chantal, know this relationship is going to die in about two months, three months, a few weeks, and I will not say shit to you about it. That's immature. That's problematic. Women, if you know at a certain point that the relationship is not going where this man probably thinks it's going, tell him. Okay? Be upfront, be honest, and tell him. Again, these are ways of my past, not of my current. But I just want men to know that women do this shit because I am a woman. Okay? Uh, what else? So, yeah. So, that relationship ended um, because I was just like, sir, I can't talk to you. And, again, I don't like repeating myself. So, if I have a discussion with you about shit I don't like and shit I'm not going to deal with, I'm not going to repeat myself. I'm going to make a move. And because we were neighbors, because he was my first... Um, because he was my first and that was my first relationship he felt I wasn't going anywhere he felt because we cared about each other I wasn't going anywhere sir I might be your neighbor but I damn sure don't gotta deal with you so the moment he actually understood that we were not in a relationship after I said we are broken up we are not together the moment that he actually understood that was when he saw me with my next um boyfriend i was 18 my boyfriend at the time was 26 he lied and told me at first when i met him that he was 25 did that really matter no but that is when i knew that this nigga had a problematic need to lie when he lied about his age and the fact that his birthday was a day before my dad's, I, I should have known that, sir, like you problematic, um, you're, you're a cancer, so you're emotional. So even when you're wrong, you think you're right. And you're a womanizer. Cancers love women, okay? And the fact that I knew my dad's um, personality. I knew I was going to deal with some problems. But I've have you ever met somebody that feels like home? Like you met somebody new and they feel like you've known them for all your life. That's how it felt with him. And it was it was new to me. It was refreshing to me. And to go from a relationship where you're forcing emotional chemistry to go to somebody where the shit is like real and authentic and you're getting feedback from somebody especially because he's older so he knows what the fuck he's doing he has experience i love a good motherfucking experience story i love a man with wisdom and he liked to read like sir i am corner pocket like you got me so he was seven years older than me um it was it was refreshing the dick had wisdom a dick with wisdom sir i am corner pocket you got me like i was not sucking dick 
I was not sucking dick with my ex. My my first ex until my second relationship. Boy, what a window. <laughs> what a time to be alive. Now that that was some years of what the fuck is this cat in my car? That was fucking years of call out dick. Like dick that made you know what? All right, I'll accept that this week's paycheck gonna be fucked up. Um, oh, I'll accept missing class today. Like I had call out dick, and I was not ashamed of it because I'm just like, what is this? It was a whole new world. But what came with that was being okay with a man, a male, telling me about myself correcting me um putting me in situations and giving me lessons later i hated that um one because nobody ever corrected me verbally okay i've had um my brothers didn't correct me verbally they corrected me physically like we would fight my mom um would give me uh she would give me advice before something but I have never been corrected verbally by a male especially someone I'm with before so that was new to me so how I would be defiant in that process is I would um slam car doors which he cussed me out about sometimes i would purposely ignore calls i will let it ring and i'll hang up and he knew i was doing that there were several times where he would like pull up at my house around the cul-de-sac um come to the door my aunt would say that he was at the door and this fool will snatch my soul out my house onto the porch and we would just like have a conversation and he would tell me about myself. And he wasn't wrong telling me about myself, but the methods and how he would tell me about myself was probably slightly problematic on his part because he always showed me that if you need me to get physical, I could get physical. So that was that. So hanging up on people when you need to speak and use your words was wrong for me as a woman uh slamming car doors is wrong because that can blow up into something else um what else would I do I will purposely ignore him for days because he wasn't wrong in what he probably was correcting me about but I hate the I don't like being corrected hence why we both now have a child who is three years old that hates being corrected what a irony okay it's very ironic but um yeah i didn't like being corrected a lot of women don't like being corrected it's not that you're wrong men it's that some people don't know how to take correction because they never had to so they act out or they have a quote-unquote adult temper tantrum um what else would i do while we were in the car sometimes I would kick like his dashboard. Um, 
I've done that several times. I remember one time he was going to go pick up some weed from his boy and I was having a whole attitude. I'll answer you really short. I'll give you one word of answers. You'll ask me what's wrong with me and I'll be like, nothing. Like, that used to be my shit. Problematic. I remember this one time he took me home. He turned the car around, drove back home, told me to get out the car. And when I fixed my attitude, call him and he would come back and pick me up and we could go where he was going. I remember that very vividly like it was yesterday. And I will say that I needed that. Did that make my nipples hard? Yes. Why? Because mentally, I thought a male being physical with me, no matter if it was discipline or not, was regular shit. I thought it was, like, acceptable shit. I thought it was, like, um, this is how you know if they really like you or not. And that's wrong. That's some toxic shit. Women, if you feel like you're in a relationship where you need to have a man be physical with you for you to feel like they like you or they love you or you're supposed to be there, you need to get out of that relationship. You need to tell them that you need to... um Address some things with yourself and you need to find your your nearest therapist so y'all could talk through that and see where that's stemming from. I know that's stemming from how I was raised. Um, and I've always felt like if a man did not get physical with me about proving a point or wanting to get understanding for what he said, I felt like he was a bitch. Like, you just going to let me talk to you any type of way? You just going to let me do anything to you? And that's backwards. So that was wrong on my part. A man doesn't have to get physical with you for you to comprehend or understand or um, take in what he's saying or get constructive criticism. He doesn't have to get physical with you. It doesn't make him a bitch. It makes him a man who understands his limits and understands that... Both of you need boundaries and both of you should be able to be respected and disagreed with at the same time. Okay? So that was the issue. What else was the issue? Um, Avoiding. Like, I did a lot of avoiding solely because I don't want nobody to tell me nothing. I don't want, um, I don't want you to have the last say. I don't want you to know that you was right after we had this argument. Like, dumb shit. Petty shit. Uh, I loved turning my phone off when I know somebody needed me. Dumb shit. I loved uh, having an argument today, ignoring you, not talking to you, not resolving it, and then the next day calling you like, ain't nothing happened. I enjoy doing that shit. And that shit is problematic because nothing gets solved that way. A person holds all this animosity and all this aggression about what you did the day before. It's never solved. Um, and then they, and then when they see you, you in a different mood and they in a different mood. And then y'all collide. It's 
basic chemistry. Y'all not mixing well. Y'all collide. All oil and water don't mix, okay? It just don't. So that was problematic. That was something that I did as a woman. <sighs> what else? All right. That relationship was good for like two and a half years. And then once I found out that this fool was still like in a relationship, talking to, dating with, um, and moved his his mom down here from Milwaukee after that. Um, after she kept calling my phone and I'm just like, yo, what's up with your kid's mom? And he was like, oh, nothing. She's just crazy. (laughs) Listen, ladies, anytime a man tells you, oh, nothing, she's just crazy. No, this nigga's in a full relationship with his kid's mom. Okay. And he was trying to hide it. And so I laid his whole shit out because you not about to have no female, whether you with her or not. Blowing up my phone, having access to your phone to get my number and text me and call me and call me like our oldest bitch bills. Okay? So that's his bad on that. So that's how our relationship really started going to shit. And then it went from me wanting to have like a good relationship with him to me seeing how I can use the relationship I had with him as a benefit. And it was basically me learning as a young lad, (laughs) as a young woman, um, how to not want the title of a relationship and how to deal with a man, deal with what men do. And how I dealt with what men did is... I never wanted a title after that relationship. I never wanted to be someone's girlfriend after that relationship. I didn't give a fuck if somebody knew who I was to the person I was with. I cared about what you did, um, what you could do, and what I could benefit from out of that relationship. Because he showed me through his lies and his deceit that being in a relationship really don't matter what you think you are don't matter like his baby mom thought that she was his girlfriend that she was his child's mother that she was potentially going to be his fiance his wife and still to this day I was 18 when I met him um she's been saying this since I was like 19 going on 20 um I am 33 they are still playing house and she's they are still boyfriend and girlfriend to this day and him and I now have a three year old and she still thinks like they're going to get engaged and get married. Women, don't do that shit to yourself. Don't do that shit to yourself. Like if a man wants to marry you, he does not need five years to know he doesn't need 10 years to know he doesn't need 15 years to know he doesn't need 20 years to know okay don't waste your time waiting for waiting for a man to wake up all right um a lot of women do that i i can say honestly that's that's not my issue i've never waited on a man to do something um that I wanted in a relationship or a level of relationship. I can say that, but I've always been picky about who I'm with. Um, I've, uh, 
it was not so much of oh you want to be somebody's side chick it wasn't so much of wanting to be somebody's side chick it was like coming to the realization that men just keep multiple women like and if there's a man out here that doesn't keep multiple women I looked at him like a chump because that's all I saw my dad had multiple women my dad would go to a different church for my mom um pick a, drop us off at the church pick us up from the church drop my mom off at the house in Philly she would start dinner take my brother and I to go um play his lottery at 69th street while he was going to 69th street and coming from 69th street he would stop on the side of the road and pick up women numbers talk to women while we were in the back seat so i've seen men in marriages talk to outside women i've seen men in relationships talk to outside women like my brothers the jamaican like jamaican men always have women outside of their relationship <laughs> so i've seen my brothers talk to multiple women so me seeing that it was like chantal why the fuck are you aiming to be a man's everything you're young um a man is always going to try to do some sick shit on the side do some sick shit on the side so stop trying to have this wholesome um status or I'm his girl. Like, what the fuck does that mean, bitch? You were his girl the whole time we were in a full-blown relationship. Like, I've slept at his house for weeks. I've um, been around his mom for weeks. He's been at my house. Sometimes when I was at work, my family would invite him to their to the house and cook him full-blown dinners. I had my nephews calling him uncle while you felt like y'all was in a healthy just y'all relationship so I didn't I never wanted to be that woman on the back end of that while my man is enjoying a whole other life so I after that relationship I never aimed to be anybody's girlfriend because that didn't mean shit I never aimed to be anybody's girl because that didn't mean shit I just started looking at men as uh males to enjoy for moments because if you think about it people are only around for moments so that whole girlfriend a goal after that was never mind um that whole um let me tell you all the good things i don't want to hear that shit show me um that whole let's plan you know forever like what type of wedding you want like why the fuck are we having this conversation and I don't even know if you're gonna be around after this year like that was like my mindset and women if you have that mindset if you have that mindset in a relationship you need to share that with the person you're with because that's something that needs to be worked on or agreed on. And if it can't be worked on or agreed on, then you have an issue. Okay? Because y'all will never be on the same page. But if the goal is not for you to stick around and stay there and be there, it would be nice if you shared that with the um guy. It would be nice if you shared that with the guy. So, okay. My third relationship after that, again, was with someone that I was good friends with in college. They graduated before me. 
because he had his associates in music engineering. And I always knew he liked me. I always knew he liked me. And I kind of liked him, but it wasn't on the level that he liked me. So I knew I had leverage in that. Women know when they have leverage over a man, depending on how much he's loud about how he likes her, okay? So men, if you can reserve that a little bit, sometimes, depending on a woman's uh, personality, do it because it'll save you, okay? So I knew he liked me more than I liked him at the time. Um, That relationship was exciting because it was drama free it was refreshing refreshing um that relationship taught me how to have a disagreement and a discussion without raising your voice without um uh calling each other names without breaking things without throwing things that relationship was the closest thing i ever had to actually living with a man um because he had a um because he had a a um deal with two um record labels he ended up going to LA from Atlanta to work and the work was supposed to be 3 months and it ended up being like 6 plus months and he had, he already had an apartment here when he left we were not together we were still friends but it was when he left that through text okay through text, I was still in college at the time, he asked if I would want to level up, you know, um, be like his actual girlfriend, and I agreed. So that was weird because he left, I didn't see him, we talked all the time, like multiple times during the day, text, call on the phone, whatever, and I would babysit his apartment sometimes. So sometimes I would go to my house in College Park. Sometimes I would stay a week at his house and just leave from there and go to class. Um, So that relationship was refreshing. We cooked together. Um, We went to stores together. We held hands. That was the first time I ever been in a relationship where I actually held hands in public. The way that he introduced me to people was very girlfriend-ish. That was weird. Um, I would hang out with his friends. Um... We didn't hang out with my friends too much because I was never the go-out type. So he didn't really have to, but he knew of my friends. Some of our friends were mutual, right? So that was healthy. I like that. Um, Compared to me, he was messy, okay? Um, What I didn't like about that relationship was the fucking. Like, the fucking compared to the relationship I had before... (laughs) I couldn't put him on a schedule the way that he fucked and I don't like that I don't like routine okay I don't like knowing like exactly at 2 a.m you're gonna want this fuck I don't like knowing that um he would wake up really early and then after his run he would um come wake me up I didn't like that uh I didn't like his fuck faces that he would make during fucking. I didn't like that. So it was a lot of things that I didn't like that I reserved and didn't share with him, which is a problem, ladies. Don't do that. If you don't like something that the person you're with does, tell them so they know 
not so they can like cover it up or change it just so they're aware okay um that's how you be fair in a relationship um so there's things I didn't like the relationship I had with my ex that was seven years older than me we fucked we fucked anywhere everywhere um I know of great hotels in Atlanta because of him. I know of um, good hotels in uh, New York because of him. Um, That was like my sexual exploitation days, um, being in a relationship with him um, because he taught me things. He showed me things. We watched porn together. Um, so that was like my level up. So to go from leveling up to go to leveling down, it was kind of like I was in a relationship with like a senior citizen. So that was a bore. Then the next relationship, it was after a breakup, I didn't grieve, um, my grandfather in the right way. Um, I didn't want to feel what I felt. I didn't want to feel my breakup. Um, and I didn't want to feel what I felt about my grandfather. So um, someone came to the wake that I knew of, that I knew liked me for years. Okay. Um, family friend. Um, lived with one of my brothers for a while. Um, always got himself into trouble. Because he always doing shit he ain't got no business doing. So, when I saw him, I was like, ooh, I got something to play with. You know what I'm saying? I'm not in a relationship. I feel like shit. Um, My grandfather's gone. Um, I want to get under something new. So, I would basically lay down cheese. You know? And I'm, I'm trying to catch this mouse. And it was very easy. So... That happened was great fucking because he was younger than me. He had good energy. Um, At that time, I spent almost three years in a relationship that basically went to shit. And I was like, Chantal, at your age right now, are you going to invest in another relationship that could possibly go to shit? And you not have kids at this, this age? All right. So I was like, no, I'm not about to do that shit. So I said, we can fuck. We can enjoy fuckings. I really ain't got shit to do. You're working and you're going to school. So you can't bother me because I know you're going to like this fucking. But I don't want to be around you 24-7. So I knew he was going to be busy. I knew he had other shit to do. And I knew my fucks were going to be great because nigga had energy. Um nigga would sometimes just eat it for hours and and I didn't ask and you know it was just what I needed at the time so I said if a kid ever came about <sighs> so you got money stashed um your New York apartment is non-existent because of a flooding issue with a neighbor upstairs so most of your shit is in storage anyway uh like i want it i want not mind so fast forward i have a kid with him um and yeah women don't do that either like if don't sit and think 
you're supposed to have certain things in life at a certain age. That's childish thinking. Like the things that you're supposed to have in life, you will have at the age you're supposed to have it. Okay. Um, my mother has always been sickly since she was nine. Uh, the fact that my grandfather died and my relationship went to shit kind of at the same time, it kind of like gave me like some type of anxiety where I felt like time was going faster than I was and I needed to do certain things at a certain time. So I instantly looked at my mom as being like the next person to go and I didn't have kids at the time and I felt like shit I thought I was gonna have a kid with the person I was in a relationship with before and the whole relationship with the shit over something dumb over because we were trying to decide if he was going to move to New York or I was going to move to LA and the only reason why I didn't want to move to LA is because I don't like being I don't like a man solely taking care of me or the idea of a man solely taking care of me because my mom was in a marriage where my dad owned his house. My dad owned businesses, owned property, had money all the time. And my mom, even though she was married in a marriage with kids, my dad, yes, kept the lights on, paid the water, paid the heat, paid the electric, um, paid the cable. But he would make my mom come out of pocket and buy groceries by herself. My mom cooked three times a day. He would make my mom take the trolley, the bus, the train to go to her doctor's appointments. Whenever we had doctor's appointments, my dad was non-existent. He never came. My mom always struggled as if she was a single uh, parent and single mother within a marriage. And I was like, I can't physically put myself, even though I didn't have kids at the time, I said, I can't physically put myself in a predicament to move across the fucking country, not have no family, not have no friends, and solely depend upon the person I chose to be in a relationship with. Like, that was too much. So that's why I couldn't give my ex or my boyfriend at the time, hey, I want to move out to L.A. Even though my I didn't really, I wasn't working in New York at the time. Um... I was in transition of getting a different job and my apartment was in shit because most of my shit was in storage. So he was, my boyfriend was willing to pay to move my shit from New York to LA if I wanted to move with him. I did want to move with him, but I wanted to move if I automatically had a job out there and I didn't have a license and LA is not like, um... New York like he lived in West in in, in Hollywood like he lived in a place where you can't go about if you don't drive in LA like you can in New York and I'm just like you would have studio sessions you would have work that you have to do during the day you can't be worried about picking me up and dropping me off to work you can't be worried about taking me on interviews like I did not solely wanted to depend on a man and men it's not that a woman doesn't trust you it's not that a woman um doesn't believe the relationship will work some women don't want to solely depend on a man and it has nothing physically mentally 
emotionally to do with you or who you are. You can be great. But I just did not want to solely depend on a man. I wanted to be able to stand on something that was my own in L.A. And I couldn't do that. So he didn't really want to leave L.A. and come to New York, even though he could still work and do music from New York. He's from Tallahassee. Like He likes hot weather. He doesn't like cold. He doesn't like um, not being around nature like this fool likes to go running and go on hikes like he didn't like the busyness and all of the people and the dirtiness of New York so I would feel guilty if he moved to New York so because I couldn't give him an answer and because he couldn't tell me exactly what he wanted to hear from me and communicate that that's why that relationship went to shit so fast forward um I just, like, there's things that I've done in the past in relationships that I think are problematic that a lot of women still do. And one thing I will say that women need to do is be honest about what they're thinking, what they're feeling. Uh, Be honest if you feel like the relationship is not going to go anywhere. Men, too. And be honest about what the fuck you want out of that relationship. And I didn't do that when I needed to do that I didn't communicate as well as I can now again these are ways of my past I do not do them currently um I cannot tell you the differences in how I've grown in a relationship why because I am currently not in one so I have no examples to give you but I will say that I think things would have gone a lot better if I could properly explain myself to the people I was in relationships with and properly do my self-work. So what am I what I'm doing right now while I'm single is my self-work and being honest about the fucked up ways I had and the fucked up thinking that I had at that time and I understand that it's better to Um, be direct about your thoughts and your feelings and your, uh, goals in a relationship instead of hiding behind them and, uh, you secretly being on one page and the person you're in a relationship thinking y'all on something else. Um, so that's what I learned. Those are some problematic ways that I've had in the past as a woman. I just wanted to share it. To hopefully help some man out there that's struggling to understand, like, a woman he's with. Like, yes, that woman loves you, but some women, a lot of women out here need to do some self-work that they're not willing to do. One, because they're not at an age where they're mature enough to be honest with themselves. Two, because they have not dug deep to do any self-work and three they're just on the defense a lot of women especially young women depending on how they grew up be on defense until a certain age and they actually want to be honest about what the fuck their problem is like I was always on defense in discussions or disagreements because I was always focusing on being right I was never focusing on solving the problem. Now I know I need to solve the problem. Now I know it's sexy as fuck 
to be in a relationship where a man knows how to talk to a woman for understanding and clarity and not dictatorship. Now my nipples get hard for different reasons. You know what I'm saying? It's not a toxic reason on why my nipples is getting hard. So I enjoy my growth and I hope that women and the men um, that are out here understand that (laughs) you're not the only one in the relationship with an issue. You're not the only one in the relationship carrying um, toxic ways or uh, stale thoughts. Women got work to do, too. So I hope this helps y'all. This cat is still on the hood of my car. Sir, ma'am, I don't even know what you are because I've never seen your parts. But why the fuck are you on my car? But anyway, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I really need to get my nails done today, but it's raining. What time is it? It's the day or not open. I'm going to have some breakfast and then go get my nails done. All right, peace. Bye. (sighs) The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. 